Hello friends and welcome to the inaugural edition of Sideline Scores Radio. I'm your host Matthew Kravanek and today we're going to be talking about the 2018 NFL playoffs, specifically Wild Card Weekend which kicks off this Saturday, January 6th. In case you're not up to speed, the number one and two seeds in the AFC are the Patriots and Steelers as per universal rule and in the NFC it's the Eagles and the Vikings respectively. Every single one and two seed, all of those four teams I just mentioned, are all 13 and three, and that's why they have the bye. So the games this weekend, in order, Titans at Chiefs, Falcons at Rams, Bills at Jaguars, and Panthers at Saints. So to kick off, let's talk about Titans at Chiefs Saturday at 4.35. Don't you just love these fancy times they give us during the playoffs? I think this is actually going to be a better matchup than many people are expecting. These teams are more similar than a lot of people think. The problem that Tennessee is going to run into, aside from being on the road, of course, is the fact that they don't have as many consistent weapons as the Chiefs do, especially home run threats. Tennessee all year has yet to find a reliable big play receiver. The Chiefs have Tyree Kill, perhaps Travis Kelsey. The Titans have nobody. They're not a deep passing team, at least a consistently deep passing team. They rely a lot on the run, and they're going to need to do that. If Tennessee wants a chance to win this game, they have to let Derrick Henry run wild. But given that Tennessee's coaching staff is very stupid, they probably won't. They'll probably try to do some flashy pass plays, and the Titans may get in a hole early, and if that happens, they have no chance of winning this game. The Titans do have a better run defense than the Chiefs do. They allow 30 less yards per game, but I don't see this influencing the game as much as the pure output that Kansas City is going to have on the offensive side of the ball. Tennessee's going to put up a good fight in this matchup, but I ultimately don't see them coming out with a win. They've just been too shaky all year. I don't think you can put any real amount of trust in them on a road playoff game. Mariota's first playoff start, the team's first playoff game in almost 10 years. I'm going to take Chiefs 27, Titans 17. Next up, Saturday at 8.15, Atlanta Falcons at Los Angeles Rams in the Coliseum. This may end up being the game of the weekend. The Rams have a better rushing attack than the Falcons do, and one of the Falcons' Achilles heels this entire season has been their inability to score touchdowns in the red zone. Matt Bryan kicks a lot of field goals, and while that helped my fantasy team a lot this season, it does not help Falcons fans or the franchise. The Rams put up a ton of points. Todd Gurley does everything. Robert Woods has developed into a solid receiver. Cooper Cup is developing. And Sammy Watkins is good for about a touchdown catch per game. The Rams have turned the 32nd ranked scoring offense last year into the number one rank this year, and that can't be overlooked. Aaron Donald and the Rams pass rush, I believe, is going to cause way more problems for Matt Ryan than the Falcons will for Jared Goff. The teams have pretty similar offensive line talent. The Rams are probably a bit better when it comes to run blocking. But regardless, I think Todd Gurley by himself is worth as much as Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman combined. He's just that good. Despite the talent Atlanta has on offense, they've got Freeman, Coleman, Mohamed Sanu, Julio Jones, of course. They have all this talent on offense, but Matt Ryan, his stats this year have just been very pedestrian. The Falcons have not had many games where they just run up the score like we were used to seeing them do last year. And when you're playing the Rams, you have to run up the score if you want a chance to compete. The Rams are just going to score a lot of points. The Rams play to win. The Falcons seem to be playing a more conservative style. They seem to always be playing in close games. The Rams will blow games out of the water given the chance. And once the Rams have the chance to blow this game out of the water, which could be first half or second half, they will take it. One key factor playing into Atlanta's favor in this game is their playoff experience compared to the Rams having none. So the Falcons have been there. They know what they're going to do. They know what they have to do to win. However, the Rams are a team that plays to win. Regardless of game plan, 
when it comes to the playoffs, you can't take shortcuts. You can't play conservative and hope for the best. You have to take shots when you can and make opportunities happen. And I believe the Rams do that much better than the Falcons, and that's why I have Rams winning 30-23. to Moving on to Sunday at 105, we have the Buffalo Bills at the Jacksonville Jaguars. This game is going to be ugly. LaShawn McCoy, after getting injured against the Dolphins in Week 17, is not going to be 100% if he plays, and that's if he plays. The number one problem for the Bills the whole season has been the quarterback situation, as we know. Tyrod Taylor's not a bad quarterback, but he's not a top 10 quarterback. He might not even be a top 15 quarterback. And against a defense as good as Jacksonville's, this is going to be a disaster. I mean, the Bills can barely pass to begin with, and you have the two best cornerbacks, or two of the best cornerbacks in the league on Jacksonville's defense. They're going to shut the Bills' offense down like nothing. I mean, who do they have to defend against? Kelvin Benjamin and Zay Jones? That's going to be relatively easy for them to do, especially if Shady's not in the lineup. Tyrod holds onto the ball extremely long. He loves to go through just read after read if he's not running. And given as good as Jacksonville's pass rush is, this is going to get problematic very quickly. To their credit, the Bills have a very good offensive line, especially in run offense. But again, Shady, even if he's even if he plays, if he's not at 100% speed and quickness and agility, this is going to be bad. I believe the Bills' defense is going to be able to rattle Bortles enough that they maybe get a turnover or two, maybe a clutch fourth down stop at some point in the game, but I just don't see that being enough. Uh, they're going to rely on Leonard Fournette to close out the game. If Jacksonville gets a lead in this game of 10 or more points, this game may be over as soon as that happens. Buffalo is a team built to have a lead, and if they don't have a lead, especially on the road against a defense of this caliber, I just don't see anything happening to them. Uh, it's been a nice story, Bills, getting in the playoffs for the first time in almost 20 years, but a win in Jacksonville in these circumstances would be a miracle. I'll take Jacksonville 26-13. to And finally, Sunday at 440, Carolina at New Orleans. Given the divisional rivalry of this and the fact that this is going to be the third time these teams have met this season, this game likely is going to be close, at least for a considerable portion. Relatively evenly matched teams, although the Saints have a far superior passing attack. Aside from Devin Funches, who do the Panthers have to throw the ball to? There's hardly anybody. I mean, every year it seems the Panthers are just rotating, just no-name receiver after no-name receiver. And Cam Newton just makes them look better than they actually are. The Saints also have a superior running back rotation. Cam Newton is actually the leading rusher for the Panthers this season. And he has 755 yards. When you're relying on your quarterback to be your leading rusher in a season, especially a playoff campaign like this, that is going to be exposed and the Saints are the team that is going to expose it. Marshawn Lattimore is going to lock up Funches because he locks up everybody. And then what is Cam going to do? We know what happens when the Saints have the ball. Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara are going to get them into field goal range in probably 5-10 to 10 plays. And then they're probably going to score a touchdown. That's just The Saints have a very complete offense. They have a great rushing attack. They have great receivers. Versatile receivers may be the better word. And they have a good offensive line. The Saints offense is simply more reliable than the Panthers. And we're playing in New Orleans in the Dome. It's going to be a fast-paced game. There's going to be a lot of scoring. I trust the Saints to score more points than the Panthers. Additionally, the Saints' defense as a whole doesn't get enough credit. They're far from a perfect group, but compared to last year and seasons prior to that, this defense is head and shoulders way beyond where they were. They have a solid pass rush, and if the Panthers' receivers are locked down for most of the game, Noon's going to have to take it onto his own shoulders, as he usually does, to give the Panthers points. And if he makes one costly turnover at a bad time, that might put the game out of reach for Carolina entirely. That's what I think is going to happen. My prediction is Saints 34, Panthers 22, with the Saints pulling away in the fourth quarter. Assuming my predictions do pan out, I picked every home team to win. 
which is cliched, but it's the truth. I mean, this is a weak, especially in the AFC, this is a rather weak playoff field this season. Assuming my predictions are correct, that would mean the Chiefs would travel to New England to face the Patriots and lose to the Patriots, and the Jaguars would go to the Steelers, as Ben Roethlisberger has stated he wants a rematch, to prove that he wasn't, quote-unquote, the guy who threw five interceptions against the Jaguars. In the NFC, this would mean the Rams would travel to Minnesota to face the Vikings in a rematch of a regular season game that was very good, and the Saints would go to Philadelphia to take on the Carson Wentzless Eagles, who now have Nick Foles at the helm and whose offense looks very shaky because of that. Take your hot takes to the comments section. Let me know who you want to see face each other. What do you think is the best matchup of this weekend? Can anybody beat the Patriots? Can anybody beat the Vikings? Are the Eagles going to be one and done? Do the Bills really have a chance at winning their first playoff game in almost 20 years? Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and like the video if you enjoyed. And until next time, I will catch you guys on the sideline.